Howdy, howdy from here in Austin, Texas. I'm Reed and this is In The Huddle. I wanna thank you guys for tuning in. This is episode two. So let's go ahead and get straight into uh, the first order of business, my, uh, my analysis of the weekend given to you in a couple words. So for me, the kind of the theme of the weekend was a, a sigh of relief, a, a deep breath for me as an Aggie fan at least. And uh, y'all will soon see why that is. So let's go ahead and get straight into the action for, uh, for this weekend. So Penn State versus Auburn. Penn State wins 41-12. to Now, I want you guys to take into account going into this game, there was a three-point spread on this game, okay? And to ro- for Penn State to roll into an SEC school and do that in an SEC environment, impressive, impressive. And it also shows you college football is definitely changing, or at least it's changing this year. And we'll see how the season goes on. Again, it's September. I don't like to judge teams in September. But, you know, when Auburn takes a hit like this, it's bottom line embarrassing. It's bottom line embarrassing is what it is. A couple stats. So Auburn turned the ball over about four times. Penn State zero. Penn State, as you can tell, you know, by the score, they took advantage of of those turnovers. And to be completely honest, while I was watching that game, Penn State just ran the ball all over Auburn. Just all over them. And... Bottom line, Auburn just looked like they got run over. They looked down. I mean, if you were to be watching that game in the fourth quarter, there is no crowd noise. I think the the stadium pretty much evacuated after the third quarter um, because of the pure embarrassment of the fans. Um, And it's just a tough game. It's just a tough game. So I'll move on from that. That was my short little overview. Texas A&M versus Miami. All right, Texas A&M wins 17-9. to Now, I had a bit of an argument in my class this week. And people were saying, um, you know, oh, Appalachian State's going to, I mean, Appalachian State did what to A&M, what Miami's going to do to A&M, you know, Miami's going to win. I heard all this, all right? And bottom line, it's the same thing that happens with Alabama, all right? Let's say Alabama, you know, they barely won over Texas. Saban takes them to practices that next week. They reevaluate. They find out the flaws, and they come back, and they won 60-13 to 13 this week. They pretty much turn around and do to them what they should have done to the week before. All right. Same thing with AM. They found their flaws, although we did not fix them. You know, we made improvements upon them. So, a little background. Uh, the night before, the night before the Texas AM game, four freshmen decided it was a good idea to go out and get a little partying in before the game. Now, questionable decision after coming off the embarrassing loss the week before. But that's not for me to decide. Anyway, one of those one of those players included Evan Stewart, which is obviously that five star number one in his class, wide receiver that A and M received. And it wasn't like a deal breaker. It wasn't like if we had him on our offense, you know, we would have been ten times better. But bottom line, it was a hit to A and M, and is a hit to the morale of the team. And little things like that, you know, little things that makes an impact and that makes an impact on this team. So that's little stuff we got to clean up. So, now, when I tell y'all before this game, I was nervous. I was pretty nervous because this is our our season on the line, all right? This is kind of the first test we have. This was an important game to win, and I was quite literally shaking in my boots. And, listen, at that game, I was looking real good. I, I had a pair of blue jeans on. I had some nice boots on, a nice little pullover, all right? So even if A&M had lost the game, you know, there would have been one positive of the night, and that was that I, look, I looked real damn good, all right? So I'll get away from talking about myself. Let's just talk about the game. All right. So AM's offense, very, very, very lackluster. I mean, it is killing me. 
the fact that we are an SEC school with our kind of recruiting and our kind of coaching staff, we cannot move the ball down the field, let alone stay on the field for more than four plays. Three plays and a punt is what I saw constantly out of our offense. And like I said last weekend, we hope to hold Miami. That's what our defense did. We held Miami. You know, if you, if you missed my little A&M rant last week, you're getting a, a slight taste of it right now. But last week it was much more, that was a passionate, uh, that was a passionate rant for me. So uh, that's what I saw, just lackluster offense. I mean, listen, Miami, it's a young team, new coach, young team, trying to figure it all out. That's kind of what I expected to see from them. You know, they have, they have potential to be really strong in the passing game, but they just can't pull together. And I think throughout the season, I think they're just going to get better and better. And I think we're lucky, you know, we caught them kind of early. And overall, I, I can't be mad about the game. I can't be mad. We, we did what we needed to do. We won. But I'll leave it at that. But I'm just saying we got to figure our offense out and we got to figure out how to move the ball down the field. You know, a defense can't stay out on the field all game. You know, your defense makes a big stop in the red zone. Everyone's all happy. Your offense goes out there and four plays. Four plays is all you get out of them. That's all you get. So your defense is sitting on the sideline hyperventilating from being on the field three quarters of the game. I mean, it's ridiculous. And that, that's something we've got to figure out, especially as we move into harder opponents, such as Arkansas next week in Dallas. So let's go on and move on from that game. Talked enough about that. Um, Texas versus UTSA is the last game I kind of want to brush over. I'm not going to get super into it. Texas wins 41 to 20. They had a little bit of a comeback after halftime. I think they're down 7 to 17 going into halftime, if I'm correct. And just Texas's offense looked good. I'll be honest, they came back from that half and they just looked good. Now, me as an AM fan, right? I was at that game sitting in my seat, looking up on the big board, seeing that score. I was rubbing my hands together, getting all excited. I checked back in at the end of the game, Texas pulled it off. So, you know. It's all right. I mean, I, I'm borderline happy for the program because they're really, they're really, you know, making a difference over there. That coach Sarkeesian, he's obviously making a difference, and overall, they're just coming together. So USC versus Fresno State, another game. I'm kind of just gonna, just kind of brush over a little bit. USC wins 45 to 17. So obviously, from that score, you can tell, you know, who dominated that game. But Caleb Williams, I mean, wow. He looks so, 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 so good. I mean, and bottom line, for, for a new coach to come in there, a new quarterback to come in there, and all these parts to perfectly mesh, it's impressive. Not many teams can do that. It doesn't happen very often. And bottom line, I'm just impressed with that team. I'm impressed with their offense. Now, I will say their defense throughout the game, slightly shaky. I think, I think when you run into uh, some harder opponents at the end of their season, and you talk about bowl games, possibly playoffs if USC's in that in that conversation. Their defense looks a little, a little, you know, low lackluster. But, you know, if the offense stays that impressive and, and stays so dominant, I think I think they're all right, you know. Offense is offense is a lot of the game in college football. So another another game I'm kind of brushing over. Georgia looks insanely dominant. I mean Wow. That's all I have to say about that school. Georgia looks so good. I mean, that's definitely my my playoff winner prediction, although it's very early on. I mean, 48-7 to over South Carolina. They went into South Carolina and did this to them. And this is also kind of 
this is kind of a, a controversial thing or a controversial game for South Carolina because now they're kind of facing the harsh reality of where their program is at right now. You know, you've got a new quarterback coming in, Spencer Rattler. They had a lot of they had high hopes for this season. You know, obviously they didn't think they were gonna go ten and two, you know, but they expected themselves, you know, maybe if we went seven and five, that would be a that would be a really good season, you know, and it, it, it's not looking like they're gonna hit that to me. Spencer Rattler just quite honestly does not look good. I mean, does not look good. He doesn't look comfortable. And I'm not trying to say, you know, it's it, listen, it's third week. I'm not trying to judge every team. I'm not trying to judge every player. And I hate judging individual talent on teams because individual talent is not why you win or lose a game in college football, right? But overall, Spencer Rattler just doesn't mesh with the offense almost. It looks like they just look uncomfortable. They look like they just can't do anything. It's hard to watch. I mean, it's like Georgia's put their fist down and squashed them. I mean, it, ridiculous game. A little thing after this, the post-game talk I thought was interesting. It was kind of the college football, you know, drama of the weekend. So after the game, South Carolina's head coach gets asked a question by a reporter. And the reporter asked something along the lines of like, do you sense any give up in, in your program? And me scrolling through my Twitter, right? Everybody was like, oh my gosh, you know, the coach, he is so mean for that. He could have handled that so much better. What do you want him to say? You you lose a game like that, and then someone and then someone comes up to you and asks you, "Are you guys gonna give up? Is this done for you guys? This is the third week of the season, you know. As a coach, you know maybe maybe deep down he's a little hurt. You know that's kind of a blow to lose like that in your home stadium, but at the same time, it's a it's a it's a very big program, and I think it's a program that has room for growth. And I thought that was kind of a funny little drama situation for the weekend because. Everybody was hating on that coach, and I was like, how do you want him to respond to that? I'm not saying it was a bad question or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, what more, how can he handle that situation better? You know, I, I won't get too into it. Um, but overall, like I said, this, this weekend, it was, it was a good weekend. You know, we saw, we saw Michigan, and we saw Washington play. Uh, Michigan kind of got squandered a little bit, that little bit of an upset. Uh, Michigan just didn't look good. Michigan just didn't look good at all. We saw the uh, comeback win from Arkansas. Arkansas versus Central Michigan. They ended up coming out on top. That one as well. I mean, a tougher game than it should have been. Tougher game than it should have been. And that seems like the kind of kind of what I was talking about theme, 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 theme for this for this season is it seems like these teams are going on the road, and no matter how good these teams are, whether it's a top ten team playing a team in the Sunbelt Conference that's unranked, it seems like it is so unpredictable of what's going to happen. You, there's just, there's, there's no, I, there's just nothing you can predict anymore. I mean, quite honestly, these, these ranked teams are, are having a way tougher time on the road than they should be, like Alabama and Texas. Like, I, I mean, it's just starting to get, it's starting to get pretty unpredictable. And honestly, I'm not complaining. It's college football. It's what makes me excited about college football. And I'm just excited to see where the season goes because this is a crazy season. So, uh, all right, guys, I think that'll be uh, about it for me today. Thank you all again for tuning in. I'm Reed. This is In the Huddle, and I'll see you all next week.